Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you take certain apps that you're like, these are time wasters and you hide them in your phone and then it doesn't do anything? It doesn't well, help. Well, yeah. yeah. It doesn't I help just at put all. Them, I just put them way at the back of the thing. So that it's hard to. So it just eats up more time when yeah, you go to those so... apps because you have to scroll all the way. Right now, it's like I, I have to really, really want to open Instagram so it that I can just flick my help. finger a few times. It doesn't help. I even took it. I took it off this home screen, and I have to go to the library. Oh wow! And I still do yeah. it anyway. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I put it in the. I put it deep in the apps folder. And you put this timer on that is like really depressing when you blow through it really quickly. Like it's. I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. I, I I swear I woke up yesterday and I watched an hour of TikTok. Easy. <laughs> this is when I discovered YouTube. I didn't work <laughs> six days. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains. That are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. For your business paper needs or Dundamip, then the people purses paper people Dundamip, then the people purses paper people Dundamip, then the people purses paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and Mozart's friend, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes, the poor man's Michael Scott, as he is known around my condo. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. How did she die? <laughs> I guess you could say she died of blunt force trauma and blood loss. She got in a car accident and plowed into the side of an airplane hangar. God damn. Apparently she was stoned. <laughs> she was so innocent. Apparently she was stoned. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. <clears throat> this week we'll talk about our our main topic and we'll have a little conference room and some trivia at the end of the show. This week is Michael and Dwight. We're going to hug it out, bitch. Couple, bi- couple big boys. Couple mm-hmm. big boys on the uh, friendship uh, for the ages. This is one of the most fundamental relationships in the entire show. I'm excited that we're doing kind of more of a deep dive this episode. At, at times, a friendship. At times, a rivalry. At times, the hero and the villain. At times, parents. <laughs> at times, children. Yeah, they go through every kind. <laughs> Private of, eye and a client and his client. They go through every. Uh, yeah, spies together. Yeah. They go through every iteration. Pretty unhealthy. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, Michael and Dwight. I mean, I don't know. Arguably, maybe one of the most important, the most important friendship in the show. Uh, <clears throat> in the finale, when Michael returns to the show, he is revealed to Dwight, not to Pam or Jim or anyone else. Um, it's. Uh, I think that's a, an important, um, uh, important thing to note. <laughs> As, uh, <laughs> I think uh, that's a really good point, Sean. Uh, I I was playing that drop to uh, also to start this off. Just the sound, because when you watch it or when you listen, I'm, I'm gonna play it again. When you when you listen to it without watching, the joy in their voices seems like they're not even acting. Michael, I can't believe you came. That's what she said. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like I read somewhere that that uh, Rain was genuinely surprised. Is that right? Rain Wilson was genuinely surprised by Steve I don't being know. in that scene. No, maybe not. I'm not sure, but it does seem like. I don't know how they would have done that with the script. They might have just gotten the shot of him revealing, and then yeah. they gave him the line afterwards. But like, sure, 
or they had some way that like Jim was going to say, I don't know what, but someone else, or maybe, maybe they wrote in the script that it was going to be like, you know, one of Dwight's brothers. It was Jeb. <laughs> oh, hello. Hi. Yeah. I can't believe you came. <laughs> oh, uh, most. Okay. Yeah. Most. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I mean, this is coming a long way from, uh, like... That's what uh, she said. <laughs> from where where they started. I mean, in the pilot, it's it's just, um, you know, Dwight is the um, the teacher's pet and is just, you know, it's not really a genuine friendship in the, in the early no, days. No, early on, the tone is very much Michael using Dwight at every corner. Uh, and every chance he gets, he kind of cuts Dwight down a bit or talks about him to the camera in a not great way. It's not, it's not a good relationship for a while. So much of the early Dwight and Michael dynamic is uh, Dwight wanting to be um, at Michael's level. Hmm. So much of the early season is Michael really being above everyone else as, as manager. Um, and the tone is, with it seems like the, the employees are kind of... Um, you know, they don't want to talk back to their boss a little bit. Um, obviously, that changes quite a bit as the show goes on. And they have those big meetings where either everyone's in the conference room or everyone is standing out in the bullpen and they have these big conversations. But very early on, Michael is kind of talking down to his employees a little bit, uh, oh, or yeah. at least from the position of I'm the manager and these are my employees. Mm -hmm. And Dwight is kind of in the middle and he's trying to get to that level. Like even in the pilot, which is a thing from the, you know, the UK uh, pilot as well, I believe, where Dwight says, tell me first when he has news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Dwight is always kind of looking for that power. And then, you know, as the the first season transitions to the second season, there's a lot more of Dwight and Michael becoming friends. Mm -hmm. um, and in a way, they need each other. I mean, I think they, the seeds for their friendship are shown in the first season when Dwight is talking about being on the basketball team. And Michael says, I vouch for you, Dwight, in front of Todd Packer. So there's a little bit of extracurricular friendship going on between them early on as well. That's the deleted scene I want to see is that basketball game that he invited Dwight to before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, something, I, something researching for this episode in season two is uh, season two into season three is the time when it, it really shifts. And even, even the beginning and end of season two you see this big change, which is you start in the Dundies, which is, you know, Dwight sucking all the funny out of the room. And Michael's yeah. almost in this battle. He's like, well, Dwight's the only one who would do this job. and He's not good at it, but I put up with him, whatever. And by the end of it, yeah. when you're looking at like drug testing, when Michael yeah. asks Dwight to basically like break his morals for Michael's gain and the way Dwight wrestles with it, and he eventually does... But I feel like it breaks mm -hmm. a spell on Dwight after drug testing in a little bit that, that we then see yeah. play out in the rest of season three where Dwight's not taking Michael as seriously anymore and he's like, I don't... Michael's kind of an idiot, but we need each other. Um, and yeah. and that, that continues to evolve until it almost turns on its head at some point, but we'll get there. There are a number of moments in the series where their relationship is kind of tested or it breaks or it changes in a way that changes their dynamic for the rest of the show. Um, I mean, we'll hit. On, I'm sure we'll hit on most of them. Uh, ideally, we'll hit on all of them. But like the coup, for example, mm -hmm. is an is is a time Very where important. it feels like their yeah. relationship changes forever. Um, but yeah, no, that's a really good point. I mean, early on in season two, it's uh, you know I, I think of when um, Dwight has that email forward that he wants Michael to send. Consider it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, like yeah, there's, there's so many moments like that where he's really, really, you know, um, and they, they really kind of need each other early on. Uh -huh. Like Dwight gets sort of that validation from Michael yeah. and Michael gets a sort of validation from being like the cool one in the relationship sometimes. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of the, but, there's yeah. a bit of an eye of the storm when in the injury, when Dwight gets concussed and starts, you know, mm -hmm. uses the, that's what she said line. And they kind of have a yeah, things yeah. change for a second, but the injury is the most like, they need each other despite that they don't want that to be the case. <laughs> yeah. Anyone I want Dwight? Michael to take me. <laughs> yeah. Please don't say And then Dwight. the opposite, when, my, when, they, when he needs to go to the hospital, I want Michael to take me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and Michael needs to, check Michael his, doesn't he needs to check his foot in the CAT scan machine, and he would need Dwight for that. Yeah. <laughs> but M Michael really doesn't care about Dwight also no. in that moment at yeah. all. 
<laughs> like, no, he doesn't. Uh, even though, you know, he may be really sick. Um, I know, I'm just looking at the season two uh, lineup of episodes and like, there's so many ups and downs, like even in the fire is, you know, the Michael storyline there is just all about him being kind of obsessed with Ryan and Dwight, you know, starting to realize that. But then as that episode goes on, right, Michael starts to realize that Ryan's kind of a jerk or doesn't care about, doesn't even bother to suck up to Michael like Dwight does. Meanwhile, Dwight runs into the fire mm-hmm. um, and and Michael is genuinely worried about him in that moment. Um, so he's maybe starting to realize uh, in that in that moment, but of course that's that's like episodes before the injury. So there's a lot of like, and then between I, that, I was surprised. The fight. I mean, what, what I was gonna say, yeah, the fight when Michael is his most cruel to Dwight. Yes, perhaps. Um, <laughs> I mean, Michael. God, I mean, we'll yeah. call it like Michael is a bully. In, in time for the first couple seasons, in that he picks on Dwight to make himself feel better because no one else likes him. So he finds someone mm-hmm. that he can just sort of. Will will take what he says and just let himself get beat up by Michael, um, and mm-hmm. eventually that changes. But yeah, it it's kind of startling when you when you really look at the whole season, especially in one and two, and you're like, yeah, that's not a it's an unhealthy thing going on here. Yeah, Dwight I kind takes of a feel of like the Michael at the very end of a lot of these episodes, not showing that sort of care for Dwight, is kind of the turn that makes it not too wow i'm saying this poorly uh (laughs) i was not i was not uh, uh, chow yeah i I guess the first time you got me i i I remember one other time because i remember sean applauding Uh, me for it (laughs) and i will again all right there are many episodes in season two where dwight and michael go back and forth with their friendship or whatever ridiculous thing they're doing in that episode and michael not showing that care for dwight at the end is kind of what keeps it from being too feel good Mm. it kind of keeps it grounded in a comedy and it kind of helps us uh we we don't want we can't like michael too much yeah he's endearing and he's lovable but he's still such an idiot that like he can't even appreciate his friend he is a you know what i mean protagonist and an antagonist at the same time for the whole show like so many, the funnier landing mm. a lot of time is 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 Dwight, you know, saying, "Oh, Michael, you're such a good friend." And Michael, like, "Okay, yeah, right, right." He yeah. does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's a there's a lot of that going on, uh, and it it mm. doesn't stop. I mean, it never stops. There's the uh, to me the early on one of the biggest like uh, examples of this is Dwight's speech, and we've done an episode on that before. Yes. But that's yeah. one where we really see basically. Michael being like, oh, Dwight's, this is cute. He's going to do what I used to do. And he doesn't. And then it ends up, you know, Dwight's uh, uses Mussolini and everyone loves it. Uh, And then Michael like is so weirdly humbled, but not in a good way by it. And he runs away to the bar and then he, he needs Dwight to come back and validate Michael's feelings by, by doing this thing about, you know, Hey, I, I I entertained a guy that entertained a thousand guys, a thousand guys. And and he needs that wow. whole speech and like it's just like that's the seesaw of them uh, for for the first three seasons. Exactly, that's a good example where Michael doesn't just say, "Hey, you did a great job." He's you know making him a joke to Dwight, making him laugh, and then talking about how he made the guy that made the room laugh mm-hmm. laugh. And and Dwight comes into that just like Michael, did you see? Like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. he he, they, he needs such validation. They need validation from each other, but it they is, would never admit it to each time. other. It's so funny the way that Dwight seeks validation from Michael, and when Michael doles it out in such tiny little doses. Yeah. I, I I have been testing you all day. I am promoting you to assistant regional manager, and they're sitting in the conference room. And Dwight looks around and goes. Ah. Well, I guess this will be my office. Yeah, I know. Straight to it. (laughs) The seeds of that are planted early on at the very end of the Dundies in season two as they're walking out of the Chili's. Oh, yeah. Michael actually compliments on on like, hey, good job with that. And and Dwight thinks he's talking about Pam. And it does the like, oh, you just have to, you know, I just had to check for responsiveness. And Dwight shines the flashlight in his own eyes as he says that. Yeah, pupils. Pupils. (laughs) And, And Michael's like, no, no, I meant with the sound. And then Dwight has this very... Un, un, taken aback, satisfied look on his face, so, which I hadn't really noticed that before. No, I've and never noticed that. We've talked a lot about the Dundies and how important that episode is to this entire show. 
The Dundies, how can we explain it? <laughs> Take it frame by frame. And it's so happy that you all made it's, it. It's kind of incredible <laughs> that even that all of this stuff that their course of their entire relationship plays out in just that one episode from the beginning where he's resentful of Dwight and Dwight's stepping on his spotlight. And then by the end, there's a genuine like, hey, good job. And they appreciate each other. Um, takes, mm. you know, another six seasons to fully play out, but it's all there in the first one. I I, I can't help but, uh, or I have to mention, uh, like, I feel like one of the perfect examples of Dwight, or Michael taking advantage of Dwight and Dwight finally realizing it is in the, um, is in uh, uh, Niagara when Michael doesn't make a reservation for a room. And, <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Scene. And asked to stay with Dwight. And then, and Dwight very cleverly says, Oh no, this is like, he's like, I would do the same oh, for you. And he's like, Oh no, this actually says Michael Scott. And Michael doesn't, <laughs> doesn't uh -huh. extend the same uh, kindness to Dwight. Well, Dwight, well, so here, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, yeah, I was going to ask that to you guys of like, where, where do you think is the clearest? Uh, where does the switch flip the most? I mentioned drug testing. I don't. I don't think that's where it actually flips the most in terms of no. Dwight stops idolizing Michael. Um, but it it begins the end. I think so. Yeah. Wh where would you guys pinpoint if you had to? I think. Well, I would. I think there there are a number of instances, and it's a long path, and I don't know that it's super conscious. It's not as if there's one particular moment it's, where Dwight. It's and not Michael's an easy question. It's a difficult question. A lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, here's another piece of it: is that Michael and Dwight being having being so int like integral to all these storylines in the first few seasons is part of the way the show is written. The mm. show becomes this big ensemble comedy, but in the first few seasons, it's Michael, Dwight, Jim, Pam, and sometimes Ryan. They're kind of yeah. the main characters driving the action. And as the show goes on and the ensemble grows, the characters or the writers tend to pair up different characters doing different things like the mm. business trip episode with Andy and Oscar and Michael. Right. If that was in an earlier season, that would be Michael and Dwight. No question. Oh yeah. Very so their, their 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 friendship is a little bit separated, and um, then we also would account for the fact that Dwight doesn't get the manager job a handful of times. I mean, the coup. Let's we could start sure. there. Is it we're going in order? The coup is a big one, mm -hmm. where Dwight is faces all that internal conflict about whether or not to go over Michael's head uh, to Jan. I want the branch. Um, yeah, I feel like the coup couldn't have happened without drug testing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that that I think uh, Dwight realizes that Michael does not have his best interests at heart. Exactly. Yeah. Or um, the, and that Dwight is willing, like Dwight turns in his badge. Where's your costume? Yeah. It's a uniform. <laughs> yeah. And he and Mike and like that's that the way that scene is shot is so good where like, physically the way Michael kind of sidles up to him and he's a little bit uh, it's kind of a worm tongue vibe going this, on. Prepping for it. this episode made me laugh really like lot. even more than prepping for most because so many of these scenes are just Rain Wilson and Steve Carell just playing off each yeah. other so <laughs> well. It's 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 really great. There are some incredible scenes in the queue. I mean the the dentist crentist mm -hmm. with the Ouchie. Ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be gone three hours. I that's I always said that before. I think that's my favorite scene in the, in the show. It's the crentist mm -hmm. exchange. Yeah, yeah. What what you also get in the coup is just the brief moment of um, Dwight actually telling Michael what he thinks about the Sebring. Oh yeah, <laughs> real Which honesty. Is the first time that I think we see that, and maybe the last for a very long time, that he's not doesn't feel the need to suck up to Michael. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's like we talk. It's like the coup is this breaking point, but then by the end of the coup, it's like. Dwight's just doing laundry for Michael for however many. Mm -hmm. And standing with the liar sign yeah, around I, his neck. That's just a, a precious, precious image. Yeah. Uh, if, if anyone wants to get me a gift, of a, to find a way to make that a large, high texture image. I would like a large poster of that image of Dwight standing there. <laughs> the idiot. Uh, yeah. But like it's, it's season three has a lot of moments of them having a good time together as well uh, in mm -hmm. cocktails I'm sort of yeah. uh, when they switch shirts. You're dressed like the servants. Yeah. Uh, branch closing <laughs> is the most notable yes. one, where they basically yeah, do the sure. stakeout. They save the branch themselves. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, best moments in Dunder Mifflin history. Yeah, uh, Phyllis's wedding. They team up a little bit, might you know sniff out 
Or I guess that's uh, Jim Pranks. Whenever mm. Michael needs a guy, he goes to, goes Dwight. to Dwight. It's Dwight, yeah. <laughs> Even I, though he I, usually I, wants Jim or Ryan first, he ends up with yes. <laughs> Ryan, you can ride shotgun. I I kind of want to drag us out of seasons two and three and nope. um, talk about the fact that like <clears throat> oh sorry sorry before we do before you drag us out Sean you yeah. should mention that a, a big piece of this is when Andy comes in and drives a wedge between them yeah. and they are forced to reckon yes. with each other and that maybe that might that arc mm-hmm. is really when they they get time it's like they it's like a couple and they break up for like three four months take some time think about it and then they get back together and they're much healthier yeah. afterwards that might be well it and- takes a big man to admit his mistakes and I am that big man. <laughs> I mean, just like in The Fire, when Michael realizes that, you know, he made the wrong choice of Ryan over Dwight, uh, he realizes the same thing when he chooses Andy over over Dwight and goes and gets Dwight back from Staples um, in a very heartfelt scene. Uh, but I, you know, one thing that Edwin and I were talking about this in prepping for this is that as the as the seasons go on uh, michael and dwight grow a little further apart and you know it could be you know just the fact that there's an ensemble now and and we're focusing on other characters more but um you know i would say in season 5 when michael leaves and starts the michael scott paper company dwight realizes that he needs to survive and so um kind of chooses Charles Minor over Michael. And I don't think that there's any, um, uh, if that's ever resolved between them. Great idea. When Michael Why? finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't, the, 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 they do it all once with the casual Friday episode. Hmm. But let's, let's also remember that before then, uh, in stress relief in season five, hmm. um, we have the moment where Mike or, Dwight stands up to protect Michael. How can you all say this about him? And yeah. idiot, 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 idiot. He says, don't you call mm-hmm. me an idiot, you pathetic, you sad, pathetic little man. You don't have any friends or any family or any land. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the most, uh, to me, that's the most like load-bearing <laughs> line of this. Yeah. And it's it's good. It kind of comes halfway through this, this whole run of just like, in one moment, he's like, hey, be nice to Michael. And Michael's like, you're an idiot. And he's like, well, you know what? Like, you're an idiot too. So let's both be idiots together. Even though I have land and you don't, which is great that he uses that because earlier on, like, I feel like Michael has a sense of Dwight for a while of just like, you've got your farm and this whole other life. Like, you don't need the office. I need the office mm-hmm. when he's trying to get the job mm-hmm. back. And uh, Right, right. Yeah. I mean, and as far as the Michael Scott paper company thing goes, there's there's that element of when they have that exchange, it's uh, Michael doesn't ask and Dwight doesn't say no. That's the way they they get around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you know what I true. mean. Um, so That's true. That, and, and it kind of helps save them a little bit. But then, of course, like you said, you know, Dwight is working backdoor for Michael a little bit. Um, then there's this new guy who comes in, very Will Smith esque, very cool. <laughs> it's a new guy, Charles. He's a Stanley. <laughs> I love him. Um, Dirty town. <laughs> right before stress relief is Prince Family Paper, which is worth talking about because it's sort of a flip of drug testing. In terms of in drug testing, where Dwight is mm. is morally so uh, confronted that in in Prince Family Playper, you get basically Dwight blink of an eye. He's like, "Yes, let's do this clandestine mission to take them down. They are the competition. This is a ruthless business mm. world, and we are ruthless businessmen." He's so eager to do it, mm. doesn't think about it. Yeah, Michael, meanwhile, is having the moral the difference in the moral uh, quandaries that that Dwight was having in drug testing. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice little role reversal. Uh, that then leads to stress relief right after. I guess Michael cares more about other people than Dwight, and Dwight cares more about the law than Michael. You know, Mike, Dwight cares more about justice than people. Yeah, um, Texas yeah. justice. Texas justice. <laughs> so, I, I mean, after the Michael Scott paper company arc, I would say. I mean, I don't. I, I kind of just wanted to jump ahead to. Michael leaving the show 
in season Wait, seven. Whoa. There's one before you go there, there is one big moment that we really have to call out, which is the new leads episode. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So partly the whole sales staff is acting uh a certain way because of the way that Saber has uh tried to emphasize and um like motivate the sales staff. So we see everyone, um all the salesmen treating the other characters in the office uh pretty poorly throughout mm-hmm. that episode. And Michael, of course, uh, as a way to get back to them, gives out the leads to everyone else in the office. Uh, a lot of them get thrown in the trash. And uh, <laughs> Michael and Dwight go to uh, go to look for them at the dump. And even in that moment when, like in that episode, when Michael or when Dwight finds out that the leads are in, he, he's like, Michael, you're supposed to tell me when the leads are in, which is very different from earlier episodes in the show where Dwight... Is Michael? He's like telling, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's uh, he's telling on someone mm-hmm. in the office. And then when he goes with Michael James! to the dump, he says, "I'll go." Oops, sorry, sorry, that was a complete accident. <laughs> it's okay. Any drop is welcome. Uh, and uh, but Dwight says to Michael, "I'll go with you. You'll just screw it up." And mm-hmm. when they get to the dump, they air out their dirty laundry. So kind of That's fitting. Right. Um, when Michael, you know, the years I wasted being your friend, Michael says back to them. It starts as a professional conversation about how uh, Dwight hitched his horse to a wagon with no, or uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hitched my wagon hitched to a horse wife. with no legs. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Dwight's like, or Michael says, all right, the years I wasted being your friend. They go back and forth and they kind of air it out. And then at the end of that, they become friends again. That that conversation is ridiculous. That's right. That's I should have right. been spending my time. When I think about the time I wasted watching karate movies with you, kung fu <laughs> movies. I could have been out at the bar meeting my wife and having kids. <laughs> the kids you make with the floozies at the bar. Yeah. Hey, that's my wife. <laughs> They're, I rewatched New Leads too for this, and the fight they have after that is so yeah. funny. Michael picks up a sink that's full of water and yeah. pours it all over himself. It's crazy. <laughs> and then they're so out of breath. Time out. Time out. Time in. Time in. This. Uh, and then they. This. I love this. I love this moment after they fight and they're just sitting there panting. And Dwight's like, it's amazing. No other animal on earth could do this. Maybe beavers. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> hey, hey, you know who'd like this? Phyllis. Purple much? <laughs> It'd be a great image. Like a flower growing. <laughs> and the caption oh is hope grows, grows in a dump. I'm surprised that, that, post, that poster might be available. That poster to doesn't buy, already exist. That would be funny. Yeah. It should just be a picture of Michael and Dwight sitting at the dump. And you know those old inspirational posters that yeah. you used to see when you were a kid right. of like a yeah. baseball Focus. field? And yeah. It was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Be yeah. unique. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like a kite. And it was like sore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so funny. But that that's an important <clears throat> moment. And I love when they come back and they have that weird beanbag yeah. strapped to the top of the car. Yes. Well, no one considered it because it's for me and Michael only. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, that's a very recurring theme on the show is Michael and Dwight go take a little road trip somewhere or some kind of drive. Oh, yeah. You know, whether it's to New York after the, after launch party, you know, it's Utica. It's the dump, it's to Utica. Or uh, the gift baskets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of them in the car. Where are the turtles? Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of... Uh, I just wanted to tell our listeners, Edwin's a very sweet man, <laughs> and he sent. Oh yeah, he sent Sean and I gift this. baskets. That's right. Uh, a while back, yeah, and we were going to do we were going to do an episode. We were going to record an episode on uh, Easter Sunday, and part of the topic we were going to talk about included the that that episode with. Um, yeah, it's with the uh, gift baskets. And I thought it'd be really funny if I could order like to surprise them during the recording by ordering gift baskets um, and we could have it on the show. But I think it's Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Yeah, I, I think that's correct. I just didn't want to get it wrong. But yes, I think that's the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh, when we got together to record, we didn't feel that great about the topic that we had picked and we decided to save it for another day. And I was like, well, I got you guys gift baskets. They should be coming soon. <laughs> 
What's great too is they messed up the card, so I kind of forgot about that, and it showed up on my birthday, and it yeah. <laughs> said it was happy from Alex. birthday. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what what happened was uh, what had happened was uh, <laughs> so 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 what had happened was um, I I when I went to buy the the gift baskets, when you buy something online, it has that little option shipping address, same as billing address. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, in this time, we've been shopping online more than ever, and I always just click yes out of habit. Um, so I had to email them afterwards and tell them to use the right billing address or whatever. And uh, I mean, it's not these people's fault. I think it's my fault mm-hmm. because, yes, they thought I was Alex, even when they would email me back. <laughs> like, Hi, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So the be- gift basket that I sent to Sean, the card that came with it said, cool, cool, box it up, Alex Ward. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then I got a text from Sean. <laughs> And was like, dude, yeah. thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it. And I sat with that text for a few hours with Anne being like, what do you think he's talking about? Because I don't want to, I don't want to be like, huh? And eventually it was like, I don't think I did anything, man. Like, what? That's right. And you sent me the card and we figured, we figured it out eventually. But this we also did. all happened. I our, my gift, My gift basket came like, the day after I left for the Bahamas and it sat on my porch for that entire time. Uh, and so all the whole point I brought this up is in that gift baskets were chocolate turtles was, was a yes. large <laughs> chocolate turtle that Edwin had managed to get in there. And uh, I was delighted that that was an option. Yeah, incredible. And, uh, but, but mine sat out on our front porch for like a week. And so that's, I have a big puddle of what used to be a turtle. Melted. Yeah. Cause it, it just oh, melted. No. <laughs> But uh, no big deal. It's it's still going to be very tasty. We, I, I'm actually oh, yeah. saving it. I still have it in the freezer. Mm. I don't know what for, mm. but I'm going to save it. For a special for a day. Special day. Uh, um, Edwin, you there? He froze a little bit. Ah, he's back. <laughs> there he is. Let's let it catch up here. All right. We, oh. Oh, he comes and he goes. I'm back now. I think. Oh, baby. Yeah, can hear yeah. you. Oh, damn. We're in a tight spot. All right. How is that possible? No offense, Pam, but how is that possible? Okay, I think I missed. I, I got the very end of it, which was the turtle in the freezer. Okay, yeah, that's where it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I decided. I don't know what I'm saving it for, but I'm saving it for something. I'm glad we finally got to talk about it. We would have. For, I think we would have <laughs> just forgotten about it at a certain point. It would have been all I for know, nothing. That all happened. No, I mean, it's, I had. I have. A, it would not have been for nothing. I mean, but, no, no, yeah. no. I'm kidding, man. I, I, it was, it was such a nice gift. I've got. It came with a little dish towel mm-hmm. with a bunch of Portland icons yep. on it. Now I've got that hanging on the oven handle. Yeah, it was very, was, very thoughtful. Was, Thank you again, what bud. Are the other things that were in it. There's, it was, it was a lovely. Oh, the, there was some little sausages. I think there was wine. There's some wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the little Olympic provisions sausages. Those are mm. choice. Mwah. Little weenies. Choice, dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you again, uh, Edwin. I That's... love this hog mama. <laughs> okay. It's Back... like eating a hot circle of garbage. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. What a waste. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Okay. How about... Back to Michael and Dwight. You think that I would let this happen again? No way, Jose! <laughs> we're, we're off the tracks. You, you could say we're very rarely on the tracks. Yeah. I actually think we're like Michael, like in money. Like we jumped onto the tracks and then it just stopped and we're just sitting there. So, where, hey, so where's this train going? I think the engineer left. <laughs> <laughs> that's it the story of the michael scott podcast yeah. company the engineer left a long time ago <laughs> uh, good, stuff. Uh, good stuff season seven whoa uh for michael and dwight whoa. um this is when you know dwight is um 
in a lot of ways is starting to give up on on life a little bit. He's not with Angela anymore. Um and uh and I the, we don't get we don't get a nice moment really between Dwight and Michael. I mean very briefly when he gives him the letter of recommendation. But oh, yeah. things paintball? end paint yes, and paintball. That's right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um but I mean midnight? Okay. But <laughs> Mike's not in the room. (laughs) (laughs) The last Dundies, though, that's when that I'd say that is what I'm talking about is that um, that episode ends with Dwight getting out of the car and he is in a full sprint sprint. (laughs) (laughs) and doesn't go to the conference room to to sing goodbye to Michael, which I think is I would dedicate this award to the humble trash can. That's right. Yeah, it is strange that he's not in the room. I mean, I guess it makes sense with where they are in their relationship at that moment. Dwight is still very uh, uh, bitter about not being recommended to take over the branch uh, while D'Angelo mm-hmm. is there. But they do kind of patch it up in, in Goodbye, Michael. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's it begins true. with with um, the Rocky Mountain Oysters. You think you deserve to be buttled after you didn't recommend me? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Rocky Mountain Oysters thing is... In season six, too, and, and actually starting with maybe all the way back to the, the Charles Minor arc, uh, when he does the whole the meatball parm, you know, oh, yeah. the worst sandwich. Starting with that, he starts doing these things that he know Michael's he knows that Michael's gonna fall for. <laughs> and it's very yeah. easy. Like he pranks Michael in the way that Jim pranks Dwight some ways. He's like, I know he's gonna fall for this because I know him so well. <laughs> And yeah, uh, yeah. He has I knew you would. The meatball yeah. parms, their <laughs> worst the sandwich. There's so many. <laughs> the Rocky Mountain oysters, that's just easy pickings, you know? Um, I don't know. Michael, in tight pants, you are a salami. <laughs> but All the way back yeah. to Survivor Man, where he's basically like, Michael's yeah. an idiot. I'm not going to let him die. I'm just going to hang out mm-hmm. here. But I know he's a child, and he'll probably put poisonous mushrooms in his mouth at some point. The safety yeah. is on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they they are able to at least as Michael makes his exit to kind of patch things up. The job was not mine to give Dwight. He tells yeah. Dwight they play paintball. Um, they do end up saving that relationship. That would have been difficult, I think, as a viewer to watch Michael exit the show and feel like he was not on good terms with Dwight. Yeah, and earlier, I- Sean, you said like maybe the most important friendship on the show, and you know, there's like. You could maybe maybe make an argument with Michael and Pam in terms and like if you look at how they do Michael's goodbye, like the last person he actually interacts with, but the right. last like full interaction like that with Dwight with the paintball and it's it's really sweet and then with Jim and of course, but like I don't know, it's it's a good question and I, now I'm now I'm thinking like is it the most is that the most not important relationship, but is it the most important friendship on the show? I'm trying to think of others. Is it I feel like Michael it's- or would you go Jim and Dwight or Michael and Dwight? What's the more important relationship? Oh yeah, Jim and I Dwight. I think it's not I friendship. It's relationship. Wait, friendship or relationship? I'm asking, what's the most important relationship between those two, Jim and Dwight or Michael and Dwight? Do you think on the show? This is another one where of those uh, not allowed to say both situation. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 know, I, I know. From, I know. I think I it know. was like Hannah. Her name was. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You Great call. I'm going to say it's, Ooh. I'm going to go with Michael and Dwight, not oh. just because this is the Michael and Dwight episode, but I, I mean, Jim and Dwight's friendship lasts longer because Steve Carell leaves the show. So they get some more time uh, with that one. But I don't, I don't know. I'll say Jim and Dwight and we'll let uh, Edwin be the tiebreaker. So Michael and Dwight or Jim and Dwight, and I can't say both. Yeah. Correct. Oh, uh, yeah, neither. Or... Neither. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, Damn uh, Michael and Dwight. I think they, uh... they need each other. They really need each other uh, throughout the show. And you're right. I... You're right. You're yeah. right. You know what? You are right. Because Michael needs, Michael just needs at least one person to take the job as seriously as he does, or at least care about it as much as he does. And that's yeah, they, they both love that. They both loved under Mifflin and the way that Mike or that Dwight just, um, leaps into whatever task Michael has assigned for him yes. works so well with the, with both of them. And, Dwight, uh, we have a Yubi appearance. Simple, like 
Dwight really needs to be needs to get approval from authority, and Michael really needs to feel authority. Exactly. Yes, yeah. and that it feeds so much of the show's plot. Dwight is Dwight invests himself in the structure of Dunder Mifflin, and part of that is being friends with Michael and being the assistant to Michael, and he wants to be rewarded from that structure a little bit. And and mm-hmm. Michael sees the same thing. Someone else who is committed to the company, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we did we did have a quick. Yumi sighting on the Zoom. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We were looking for a kitten. <laughs> Sean's cat Yumi was there. Oh, yeah. what, a, what a gorgeous creature. Um, He's a cutie. No, I, I, I like that. I like that reasoning, Edwin. I, I couldn't really put it into words myself, but I, I absolutely agree. I think one thing, too, as we talk about season seven and Michael leaving the show, when they, when they add the episode The Search... And you basically line up the three most meaningful relationships for Michael in the show, or three of the most meaningful relationships, which is Holly, Dwight, and the receptionist, in this instance played by Aaron. They all go out looking for Michael together, and Holly right. is the one who knows where to go. Which Michael, way did he go? This way? Yeah. That way? I don't know. Tap into your common mind. I'm deep and below. I'm deep below the sea in a submarine. No, this is just my own imagination. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but it is you know it's it's in prepping for this episode like just because i so rarely do it uh while i'm just watching the show going from beginning to the end and the amount of jumping around it's just crazy that like you know early on when you're getting the whole like you know what what did jan say the michael scott story <laughs> by michael scott with dwight Schrute. like he goes from that yeah. like a byline of a byline is how he sees himself um you know, to someone who's who's arguably like just he feels just as important and uh, powerful as Michael by the end and has a his self-confidence has surpassed Michael's throughout the show by leaps and bounds, I would say. Did I want to harm Michael, the one man I've been hired to protect? Uh, <laughs> actually, I was thinking about this, that in some level on, on some level, Andy becoming that wedge and, and Michael and Dwight leaving the company. Um, while today it is me, we all shall fall. <laughs> in a way that I think that was a really important thing for both of them, because when granted Dwight is working at Staples and he didn't get the, the other jobs that we see him interviewing for at the beginning of that episode. But the confidence that he shows in pitching himself seems a little uh, he, he's more confident in that moment than we see him in season two when he's sucking yes. up to Michael the whole time. So mm-hmm. in that regard, it was probably a, a good step for Dwight. It's good for both of them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I I I don't know why I didn't I didn't actually go back and rewatch Goodbye Michael for this prep and in my mind it was so like it, it was such a quick resolution to um their problems uh that he just gives them the letter of recommendation and then they have their paintball game which really has no like lasting consequence like he never uses the letter of recommendation after the fact or anything like that but i don't know michael has that paint in his hair for a while <laughs> yeah that's right well and uh, dwight becomes manager shortly thereafter tr- uh, acting manager yes that's mm-hmm. right <laughs> but Why did uh, my temporary boss go on a shooting spree, spree. but i did i did dwight just Schultz now is <laughs> manager! <laughs> i did just now look up uh, Dw- the letter of recommendation that Michael writes to whom it may concern. Oh, good, real personal. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> the dictionary defines superlative as of the highest kind, quality, or order, surpassing all other, all else, or others. Supreme. That's great. If I wanted the dictionary definition, I'd buy a dictionary. I define <laughs> it as Dwight Schrute, as a sales executive, as a leader, as a man, and as a friend. He is of the highest kind, quality, and order supreme. 
and then he's holding back tears. That is that actually is a really beautiful. Started getting me choked up. Right there. Yeah, well, I mean, that, you compare that, that, it to it. the compare it to the other letter. Congrats, yeah. wipe. Don't screw the pooch. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the face that Michael makes after that. That little. I don't, <laughs> It should be a meme. It should be more of a meme, that face he makes. Michael and Dwight, I mean, I, I know that we're kind of wrapping, you know, getting closer to the end of this topic, but like, it's such, it, like, how many enduring images do we have of Michael and Dwight? Dwight rushing to Michael's office. Michael, or mm-hmm. any instance where Michael is sitting at his desk and Dwight is standing next to him with his arms crossed as his bodyguard. Yes. Uh, or they're both staring oh, yes. out the blinds together. Oh, the chills. Yeah. Uh, the peanut butter in the hair. Wow, there's <laughs> like, a lot of calories. Don't leave it on birth- too long. <laughs> birthing the watermelon. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> it, it, zipping the pants up right behind it. Yeah. Like, there's so many moments in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> unclasping the bra. Whenever Dwight is looming, <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Or, or when they're having conversations and... Dwight Michael says something that Dwight knows is wrong and Dwight just looks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh that that's like yeah, that's all of Survivor Man as well. Yeah. Several times of just like they're just like he kind of stops trying to correct Michael at some point too, where he's just like, I know I'm just gonna let Michael say that. The way that Dwight down. immediately is on board with holding the delivery boy hostage. <laughs> I know he's <laughs> Get, but it's that was a weird one because they yeah. are breaking the law. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why they have some little town in Switzerland says you have rights. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why they have to have the line where he's like, "I recognize him. He always steals my hemp plants." Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I know. He's the farmer that grows the really shitty weed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think too. Um, you know, I it just I, I feel like one of the first moments where I feel like Dwight and Michael become friends, and I feel like I'm jumping back to the very beginning of this topic is in. Um, Office Olympics, when Michael allows Dwight to go as his, as his associate, yes, to check out the condo, and Dwight is doing his full home inspection, and it feels like it really feels like they're friends in that moment at the end when they're eating, you know, I think it's burritos or sandwiches or whatever, mm-hmm. sitting on the floor. Can you imagine those poor saps back at the office today? Oh yeah, yeah. that is a nice little <laughs> moment. And they, you know, they 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 make allusions to them hanging out outside of work, even mm-hmm. though Michael doesn't like people to know that. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, when he cried, we were watching Armageddon. Yeah, right. That I was really just really yeah. sleep Willis on the <laughs> yeah. asteroid. No, no, no. It's because it was New Year's and it started snowing at exactly twelve p.m. or twelve like, a.m. <laughs> that's an incredible thing that happens. So that, like good. we don't yeah. get to see. Um, I kept texting you. I was bored. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <What's yeah>. the... <laughs> I kept IMing you how bored I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, and then it it just continues on. But I, I mean, I, the period of time where they're not chummy is so great though is i uh, is just i don't know that there's a lot of good things there's little lines there's little looks uh when the respect goes away the humor goes up Mm -hmm. i i'm bummed we never got to see michael at the farm because we know he goes there in the finale bro yeah oh okay okay yes (laughs) not not quite (laughs) what i meant but yeah um uh but an initiation, we, garden party, money, he's not, we don't mm-hmm. get him interacting out there. I, I mean, I know uh, after dinner party, he goes and stays with Dwight, right? <laughs> Michael can stay with me. Yeah. And yeah. clap on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. God, I would love some scenes of that. Just just a scene when Dwight leaves the room and it's Moe's and Michael sitting together. <laughs> yeah. Just be incredible. I don't know yeah. what they would People say. People person. Uh, <laughs> or they would really get along, maybe. Or, or where Dwight shows Michael where his manure comes from. Where I when I showed you where my manure comes from. <laughs> Everybody poops. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Any the f- there's no way to get the food out. Any moments that we haven't talked about that. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I there are, are so many. Favorite. There's like There's one from every so, episode. I mean, yeah. of course. <laughs> At prepping for this, we're like, this, as much as we try to have structure on this episode, it's going to be a, hey, what about this scene yeah. episode? Just yeah. how uh, many times Michael and Dwight have a very intense face-to-face conversation when they're yes. clearly not on the same page? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're clearly seeing things differently. It's- the <laughs> uh, gay witch hunt, looking through the blinds. 
uh, one of my favorites, oh, where they're yeah. Yeah. talking about who in the office is. And gay. when Dwight stands up to kiss Oscar after Michael does. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Sit down, uh, Dwight. <laughs> this is a little moment in season six, I believe, also in the new leads. Uh, when they walk out on his conference room meeting because it doesn't involve the sales staff. I would like your undivided attention, please. <laughs> you couldn't handle my undivided attention. <laughs> he gives him, he gives him yeah. a little stare right after mm-hmm. that. Where he's like, you can't handle my undivided attention. He stares straight at him, and then he moves sideways out of frame. And it's, <laughs> I guess, a, brilliant. That's great. One other thing not, um, that I'm thinking of is in the promotion in season six where, where uh, Michael announces to the office that Jim is going to be promoted to co-manager. And it ends mm. with, um, yes, actually, it's, I think it's the White meeting. Screaming. I think it's the meeting. But yes, yeah, it's just, uh, the meeting. Yeah. The fact that Jim is chosen for the promotion over Dwight is probably mm-hmm. another thing that, you know, becomes a factor in their friendship. Most definitely. Yeah. <gasps> that just yeah. huge scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that scene is back... I think early on we did the we did the comedy night done right episode about NBC early Thursdays. on, yeah, yeah. Why is Dwight so angry? Episode. Yeah, but we show one of the promos like, why is Dwight so angry? Find yeah. out Thursday, eight p.m. <laughs> yeah, uh, incredible. Uh, oh right, and then they have the Niagara Falls in October. <laughs> Hell's yeah! Right after that, that's <laughs> what comes right after that Dwight scream. Yeah. Hello, uh, my I, uh... name is Dwight Schrute. You were a lucky woman, to Michael. If you yes, were I was this. just gonna say that. Hello. My name is Dwight Schrute. If you are listening to this, you are a lucky woman Michael has seduced. Ah, to be in your shoes. What's next, you're probably wondering. Don't be scared of your night in heaven. If I, so weird. If I bring a woman back to the room, I don't know what she's going to see when she, what she's going to say when she sees you brushing your teeth with butter and clay. <laughs> Dwight, this room is a pit. Really? Didn't notice. Was too busy knocking boots. Knocking boots. What? I'm ravished after a night of lovemaking. <laughs> uh, I, <clears throat> uh, I, oh, no, I I guess so, that's, that's from Prince Family Paper, but this one is the... Yeah. Ooh, that's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's he so many the just hunt, little moments <laughs> between them, like Prince Family Paper, like deciding on the signal, which is licking your lips. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And then, <laughs> I mean, Michael asking Dwight to check his breath. Oh, is yeah. One of my favorite. Deep. <laughs> Good, deep, not great. Deep yeah. inhale. <laughs> Good, not great. Uh, I already check mentioned out, check the out chills. The, check out these shades. Terminator. I do not understand how you spend your money. <laughs> yeah. I, I already mentioned the chills, but that's one of my favorite moments between Michael and Dwight. Oh, Yo, yeah. God, it, egg on your head <laughs> and the yolk is rushing down <laughs> do you guys remember doing that as a kid i i do remember that yeah totally i had a different i had a knife in we, your back we did a different one in the, in our elementary school mm-hmm. i don't quite remember what it was yeah. but there was no knife and egg no but they're Something giving the chills a... i'm sleeping with pam's mom sometimes dinner and the blood is rushing down <laughs> <laughs> You know, I wish you had told me you were into moms. I would have introduced you to my mother. <laughs> this favor is useless. That's my dinner on your face. Uh, Michael and Dwight. Eddie, you want to sneak in any? No, we did. There other was a, thoughts? A, no. okay. I'm sure we could probably do yeah, another 45 minutes. A lot of minutes. us. Just, Who knows? There of, might be. Yeah. There might have to be a part two mm-hmm. if if we listen back to this and realize all the things we didn't mention. But. Um, uh, but that uh, is is good for now, I'd say. Uh, Michael and Dwight, there it is. Maybe the most important friendship in The Office. Um, let's move on to... Favorite, uh, favorite friendship? Favorite. Let's ask. Let's answer that. What's your favorite friendship? Can be small or large. Kevin and Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? Probably the extremes of the human physique. <laughs> it's you, Gabe. <laughs> it's really all right it's conference really oh. hard to pick against michael and dwight but i love i have a soft spot for annie and daryl that's a one that i would like for us to talk about oh that's a good one well. we'll do that yeah i'm gonna say dwight and nate <laughs> that's a good one too <laughs> all right conference room five minutes right now right now conference room topic hopefully let's go Okay, I think we just got um, uh, some little little items for the conference room today. I'll start. 
with uh, this shower thought from Rachel. Uh, something just occurred to me that I'd never realized before. Jim dated Karen Philip Ellie in season three, and then years later, he and Pam named their son Philip. Hmm. It seems a little odd that the writers chose that name as it's okay. so close to Jim's ex's name. Okay. <laughs> Not a random ex either, but his last one All before right. getting together I with guess, Pam. I mean, they, they do explain it as uh, Pam's uh, grandfather mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. or Angela's cat, depending on how you look at it. But th- right, that is right. pretty funny that they decided to name him Philip. I mean, they, they couldn't have gone with something a little less used in the show, like perhaps a Robert or a Bob. <laughs> Or a, <laughs> or, a, or a Katie or a Catherine or a Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. yeah, there's so many Catherines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but but no, I just a, wanted to a, share a, that. Right now, yeah. right now. Congress room. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love this TV. <laughs> I'm going to just start playing that one to wipe the slate clean. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you for setting that, Rachel. That's, that's, a, good, that's yeah. a really good, interesting point. I haven't thought about that. Um, and then, and then another little thing I wanted to share from Olivia, Olivia actually sent us our trivia for this week, uh, but she also said, while double checking the quotes for this trivia, I stumbled upon this awesome website called that's what who said you have, you have to read a line and guess the character episode and season. The quote is from, Oh, I like that. Not sure if you guys have played this, but it's a lot of fun. I played it this morning. Um, uh, when she sent it, so uh, I recommend it. Check it out. Nice. I think it's. I, I almost thought about us playing it on on the air, but uh, yeah. Um, thank you, Olivia. Um, you guys have. Uh... Yeah, I have a couple things because we did ask questions in previous episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. People answered. Mm-hmm. The main one is the main one we asked recently was like, "What things do you say out loud or do every time you listen to our episode?" We got a lot of responses of uh, yeah. a lot of people get weird looks because laughing or oh, saying nice. shit or whatever. Uh, another one's uh, most people we could dig a lot of people say they say yes, sir, with us at cool, the end cool. every okay. time. I have, uh, everyone does the woo during trivia. Nice. Of course, I, do that. <laughs> uh, I think we've spread the the fun one. Season four, episode oh, yeah. one as a yes. parasite that we've put in a lot season of people's four, heads. Episode one. Yes. Um, I've also wanted to try. I haven't. I always forget to do it, but I've always wanted to do moving on season nine. Uh, I think there's probably a lot more. Episode 16. Moving on season nine. Episode 16. Uh, All right. I think there's a lot we could do. Uh, uh, Steph sent us a message. She says, uh, as for what I do when I listen to your podcast, I spend my mornings doing hand embroidery when the light is the best. That's a shrewd farm activity. Yeah. Nice. I do hand embroidery when the light is best. Uh, I get into she embroidery. makes Taylor Swift inspired pieces. Oh, hell yeah. If you yeah. have a Swifty in your life, hit me up. Uh, we That's kind of incredible. <laughs> I kind of want to hear that. Yeah. Do we but, have a Swifty in our life? Macalotti. <laughs> Macalotti, big Swifty. Um, we, should, we should get him something. Yeah. Uh, we'll hit you up, Steph. Um, We've got uh, a lot of people doing dishes, making dinners. Uh, these were a lot of our answers. And then uh, what was another one? Uh, driving, picking up dog poop, walking the dogs. <laughs> Big, a lot of dog walkers out there. Mm. Um, but those are those are the sampling of our cool of those answers. Love it. And yeah. then thank you to everyone who wrote back. That's really fun. We, we, we had a lot. We can't share all the messages, but no. there, we, we did get a ton. That's very nice, though. Uh, yeah. um, really quick, Sean, because we got we did get a message. Uh, I'm forgetting for who it was from, but it's just saying how much they, they love uh, the old-timey news real voice. And now, Sean, your true crime podcast voice. Is, is oh, yeah, hit. good, good, good. Oh, yeah. And I know, I know, we just heard the drop from Dwight, but I kind of want you to read Dwight's recording in your true crime podcast voice, if you could. Uh, I just emailed you the quote if you don't want to okay. find it, but uh, I really, really lay into it. Yeah. Or I don't know if there, I don't know if there's another quote that would be better for this in the show. I'm thinking there's some Michael monologues that would probably be. Wouldn't you? Good. Wouldn't it be a Scranton Strangler quote? Wouldn't that be the way to oh. go? That's true. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll give this a try. All right. This is Dwight Schrute. If you are listening (laughs) to this, you are a lucky woman who Michael has seduced. Ah, to be in your shoes. What's next? 
you're probably wondering. Don't be scared of your night in heaven. <laughs> Fantastic. I love We'll uh, send us other quotes. Uh, send yeah, us, send us a we'll <laughs> old, make this work. Old news headlines <laughs> yeah. and, and good good paragraphs that'll work for true crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love that. Uh, okay, and then oh, we <laughs> I, let me just wipe one off the board because someone's going to send us the uh, Imagine headline that Michael has about product recall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That we're gonna yeah. we're gonna maybe next episode will make you some do companies that. still <laughs> know how business is done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I think uh, we have a birthday shout out. Yes, shout out to Adam, uh, who is a, a listener, friend of the show, and uh, his birthday is tomorrow, the twentieth. So happy birthday, Adam! Oh, nice, happy birthday, Adam! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Adam! Thanks for listening to the show. Um. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's let's do some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Uh, as I mentioned before, this is from uh, this trivia comes to us by email from Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. Uh, she says, "As I currently live abroad in Spain, I thought I would send oh, cool. you some travel international themed trivia." Love it. Thanks for all the laughs. I love listening to the podcast. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you. All right, here we go. <laughs> That's a good, that was good. All right. Question number one. In Secret Santa, which country does Michael say uh, say no longer exists? Oh, Russia. Yes, correct. Uh, question two. Where did Roy and Pam want to go on their honeymoon? Mexico. Hawaii? Okay, so, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, Pam wanted to go to Hawaii. Roy wanted to go to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, question number three. What does Michael say you must do to be considered polite in Italy? Wash your hands after using the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Next question. In what year and country did Charles attend the World Cup finals? Whoa. Uh, oh. Germany. And yes. 2002? 2006? Uh, two, 2006. That's right. right. Nice. nice work. Okay. <laughs> In season nine. <laughs> there we go. In season nine, Andy's dad takes off with a younger woman to which country? Portugal? Oh, we just talked about this. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. Uh, Brazil? Not Portugal. Not Brazil. Uh, you guys are in the right continent. No, we're not. That's two different continents. <laughs> yeah. Same, same language. Oh, yeah. Same language. Okay, different continents. Costa Rica. I don't know. Uh, no, no, it's don't don't tell us. I'm yet. giving you one more each. <laughs> Argentina? Uh, yes. Hey, that's correct. Nicely done. Argentina. Uh <clears throat> Second to last question. Joe Bennett says she sells the best damn printers that which country can make? South Korea. That's correct. And finally, in business trip, Michael says he has always been intrigued by all things international. What are the three things he lists? The pancakes. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> man of mystery. Yes. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, international. Uh, I can't think of the third one. The the first one is just the women. The women, okay. The women, the pancakes, the man of mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is a a fabulous uh, trivia. Thank you very much, Olivia. Always love a good themed trivia. Uh, And good job to you guys. Uh, You got a lot of those right. So uh, if you would like to send us trivia, email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You can call us and leave us voicemails, 503-694-9314. Sometimes we like to play them on the show. Sometimes we do back-to-back voicemail episodes um, where we just knock them all out. So uh, hit us up on there. Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. You can join us for five bucks a month, become a Scott's Tot. Every month you get an 
additional mailbag episode, just questions that come to us from Patreon. We try to answer nearly all of them. Um, it's a great way to support the show and to have some more fun with us. Um, and uh, every uh, every month, uh, or we also make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund um, with that Patreon money. So very special thanks to our Scots Tots. Thanks for supporting the show. We love you guys so much. Special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who helps us with our social media and designs our artwork. This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon, over video chat. Thank you for listening. Uh, it always means it means a lot to us that you're hanging out with us, uh, you know, listening to us just quote Michael and Dwight for an hour. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it's great. But hey, that's what the people want, I hope. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you do consider signing up for Patreon, we'll, we'll have uh, our next episode coming out in just a few days here. So uh, you can look forward to that if you are a Patreon member or thinking about subscribing. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you again. We appreciate you all. Uh, take care. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week. Pippity-poppy, give me this up. Yes, sir. I'm kind of chunking my penis for nothing. <laughs> Sing your soul and then can you have to dance, dance real slow? Well, I know that you're in love with him because I saw you dancing in the gym. The shop have turned off her shoes. Now rhythm and blues return. Rhythm and blues. This will be the day that I die. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.